All right, I've started the recording. This is ground zero. So it is. For, for uh, as of yet, shit, we never came up with a name. Oh, uh, never, we, never we, finalized one. Well, we didn't finalize one. I had suggested uh, yeah, what, what that, was that? Naz and Otter unnatural and then i forget what i suggested and then yeah and then i i tacked on some kind of adjective to it yeah unnatural deliberations yes that's it unnatural deliberations i Mm -hmm. love it all right ground zero for unnatural deliberations cool so yeah i guess we just start with uh what we covered last night Right, so I mean, uh, the format that that I think we're thinking about is we watch a video and then the next day we deliberate. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so we did watch a whole bunch of videos last night. Yes. And yeah, we we finished up on the the ancient machining series from, oh my gosh, what is the guy's name? I'm terrible with channel names. Um, but he's the guy, he also, he did, he's the dude who also did the, uh, the tube holes, ancient Egypt tube holes, man. Which that, we need that, to watch. Yeah. We do. We do. I mean, cause he, he kept saying, you know, I'm not going to go into it here cause I did a whole documentary on, all right, all right. Yes. Yeah, he so mentions that, that every chance he gets. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And so that, that's become a, a bit of a hallmark video of his cause it has like right. a couple million views or something now. So right. if anybody's it's listening that knows who the fuck that is. That's right. the guy. So yeah. we we did watch his entire ancient, uh, ancient machines, machines. Uh, yeah. series, which had three parts to it, yeah. and and the first one was sort of like power saws. It it had to yeah do... the tool marks and such. Yeah, tool marks, and it was very compelling. Like oh, right, you're out here like moving your hands and stuff. Yeah, I mean the. The so stuff to the table. that he was showing, where you could actually see the marks of a circular saw on yes. the, the surfaces, and then you could see where it had cut into a lip on on the side. Yes, of the yeah, rock. You, it was so like blatantly clear where some kind of power tool had come in here and just stopped cutting into the rock. Right, except that. It occurred in ancient times. Yeah. And, and the exactly. theory is, and, and maybe we should talk about what the theory presented in a lot of right. the videos that, that we watch, is Why, that 12,000... so much closer to the table. I can't, like... Mm. My hands are so far away from the table. I'm well... Back to having the hands and lap thing. Right, yeah. We, we are going to find a better set than this, obviously. Yes, we, yeah, we'll, we'll worry about the... Yeah, I mean, there are some things I like about this set. Um, And we can definitely take some ideas from it. Um, But anyway, so I'll I'll just quickly recap. Um, About 12,000 years ago, during the the Younger Dryas period, when there was two miles of ice um, on top of what is now North America, uh, a comet struck that and vaporized two miles of ice yeah. uh, roughly around where Hudson's Bay is. And that's probably why Hudson's Bay looks the way that it <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, that's why there's a bay there. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, so this sudden flash flood of all that ice caused a worldwide tidal wave that yeah. at its highest was 400 feet high and, uh, you know, sort of went down from there. But a lot of parts of the world got like a 40-foot high yeah, tidal wave. Yeah, way a lot of water. And I'll also add that this is accepted um, in the fields of like, uh, what is it, sedimentology, geology? Like there's very clear evidence that this happened like that people didn't just make up this idea that a, a comet came and hit the thing that idea came about because of all the evidence that was left in like soil and stuff right yeah so it's it's accepted in geology and and uh, sedimentology and and whatever other ologies that this event did happen and that this changed the face of the world with the amount of water that it introduced but what is not accepted is what the impact uh, on any living human societies would have had at that point. Um, and so this is where, like, Atlantis comes from. This is, you know, where all these flood myths come from. Uh, or, you know, so, so the school of thought goes. But so many people in archaeology and paleontology and, and uh, stuff like that don't— uh, they're very hesitant to try and rewrite any of the narrative— to include something that is pretty much already accepted science in other fields. Right. Um, so so looking at, at the human timeline, obviously Homo sapiens goes back a very, very long time. Yeah. And our, our current civilization, uh, 9,500 years ago, is when we accept that agriculture as we know it started. And yes. about five to 6,000 years ago was the domestication of animals. So I mean that, that that shows a gradual increase of yeah of technology within our society. Yeah. What what the whole point of of the theory here is what if we're the second rise of right. human civilization yeah. and the first one was wiped out 12,000 years ago yeah during that uh, comet event. Yeah, and so that that's why that's what the hubbub is about why are there power tool marks in ancient Egypt? How did they move, you know, a bajillion ton granite rocks and carve them with computer like symmetry? How did any and all of this like happen? Um and it seems to really uh add evidence towards, you know, there was far more advanced technology somewhere, you know, somehow there was more advanced technology in Egypt, um, also in a lot of the uh, South American, Central American, um, like in Peru. Though that we'll get to that a little later. That's it's entirely right. different. Yeah. We see we see entirely different advanced technology, like stone softening. Like so, what we see in right. Egypt with the with the saw marks, and what we see in Peru with the stone softening, two completely different. Uh, way advanced technologies um but uh just just the notion is that yeah the the our timeline for human technology is wrong and here's the evidence for that uh and how you know wh where was the lead up into the ancient egypt saws where was the lead up into uh, you know, Peru stone softening. Uh, and so the theory, the idea is that, well, it's in, it is in what is now known as Atlantis. It's in some continent, some something 
that got wiped out. And that's why we don't have any evidence of it, because most of it is gone. And could be under up to 400 feet of water. Yeah. So just, just to be clear, the timeline of our civilization is not wrong. But we, yeah. we are possibly the re-rise. What we're missing yes. is the previous timeline. Yes. Because we don't have enough evidence of it. All we have is the things that would survive 12,000 years unchanged. And those yes. are the, the uh, monolithic uh, Yeah, the big, the big boy things. Yeah, 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 exactly. The really solid stone stuff. Yes, the the superior stonework. Right. Um. But so my and so that that's sort of where we're going to diverge on uh, this topic is that Otter here and and most of most of the uh, people that talk about this kind of stuff um, think you know yeah it was a civilization a human civilization that grew up somewhere else in the world that no longer exists so we don't see that grow up um but whereas i postulate i'm i'm the aliens built the pyramids guy um and i i'm very blessed that pretty much the first episode of this podcast i literally get to be the aliens built the pyramids guy um True. so <laughs> that's a little bit of a treat for me um because as it stands um i mean and so well, do we do we want to keep summarizing before I like try and capstone shit because we're only like ten minutes into this? I shouldn't be throwing in the. Uh, I I, the I think there's yeah. only one more thing to summarize mm-hmm. as as a preamble to talking about these videos. Yes. And and if we redo this podcast, right. I would suggest in future, for for you know uh, an initial podcast, we start by introducing our points of view. And yeah. then, then we give the background with the younger dryad, right? Exactly. And then we talk about uh, a particular yeah, because yeah, that's sort of that's sort of what we want to work on as as the I don't want to say gimmick, but you know that that's the the idea here is that it's going to be two uh, points of view: one from aliens built the pyramids, and one from maybe just different humans than we thought built the pyramids. You know those. Right, or or another way to look at it is, Naz here, everything is aliens, yes. and Otter here is, humans did it. Yeah. And and let me tell you why. Yeah, and let me tell you why it's bullshit that humans did it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we're, in we're, in theory, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so this yeah. this is the this is the dichotomy we're working with, and I like it. I think this will be pretty cool. Yeah, and and so you might even be able to build the format out of what we've recorded so far just by editing it, nope. it around. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the, the thing with the podcast is you don't really have to do all too much. Oh, crap. You don't really have to do all too much um, audio editing work. Um, they're really supposed to be taken as they come uh, audio-wise. Right, but, but I, I think the yeah. first episode... You really need to have that that progression of who we are, what yeah. the background we're working on is. Now let's talk about yeah the, the yeah. Video. You're right that we kind of walked into a first you know very first episode of the podcast, pretending that this was like episode thirty where we could just right. walk in here and already yeah. talk about it as if. So yeah, you're right about that. Um, 
We could start the recording over if you wanted to, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to re-edit. Oh, oh um, okay. Fair. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to throw it all around and have it still make sense. That's true. And actually, what we just did, dress rehearsal warm-up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, all, that's all tonight is, is just yep. one extended, you know, rehearsal. Right. And, um, oh, okay, so g give you two options. Either we start over or we just keep bowling through and then next week we do it again the right way based on what we saw right. tonight. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep it running and then tomorrow we will, like, sorry, not tomorrow, next week or, or next whenever we'll, like, record a proper, like, this is what will go at the beginning of the first podcast. Cool. Right. And um, and by next week, we'll probably find a better location. Yeah, exactly. And we we might nail down our avatars better. Although, I'm yeah. honestly having no problem with this one. Yeah, and this this one's classic for me. the The Huntress Wizard is is a big thing for for West. Or I mean, that's the other thing is. You you've called me Naz a few times. I don't know. Oh, her I'm her and I. No no no. And you're you are fine with that. It's more yeah. of me saying, hmm. Do I want to go? And so that that's something that her and I will have to figure out about. But for for I, tonight, I, Naz is fine. Yeah, I will adapt if you want to call this West and Otter unnatural. Yeah, and so that's that's I don't even know. I, I would need to meditate on that yeah, a little yeah, bit. So. Yeah, you need to figure that out. I'm good with either way. Yeah. It's all fine by me. Cool. All right. Um, right. So next week, we'll record a proper introduction. For now, uh, we will just continue right on with yeah. what we're talking about. Right. Uh, note to self, cut back in here. Right, and so the the dichotomy is essentially, you know, crazy, but or, or what was it? We were we were doing X Files. That's where this all started. Was you right, know, Mulder, yeah. Scully and Mulder. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's classic. If any if anybody doesn't know who Scully and Mulder is, and you're already listening to their own podcast, go yeah, go go figure that out. X Files. Exactly, and you know, I I would even say that there's not really a problem with your avatar because you're more into the sort of more out there kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean I, I I really like the the design that Naz came yes. up with for, yes. for Caster. And so Caster is is probably what uh name will end up being on this. I really like that design. Um so def I definitely want to bring that in at some point. Caster gotta fucking upload the avatar. Yeah, Caster's a great name. I I mean Yeah. I, I do like the flow of single syllable and double syllables unnatural thing. Putting more syllables right. in there, like, well, I mean, caster's not too bad. I suppose caster and otter, or I, I could even change my name, too, if we have a better... No, no. I'd, and so that, that's the thing is, is I don't, I, don't, I don't know personally if I want to do the... Um, name stamping it i mean this isn't joe rogan you know um but i mean that's that being that being yeah. said some of the other ones that i can think of like the ones that i've actually ever bothered listening to like cgp grays um i mean that has his handle in it so i guess i don't know we'll we'll have to deliberate a little about that i mean if if you just want to call it unnatural deliberations i'm fine with that too i i don't yeah. need to have my my name in it i mean we can 
quickly introduce ourselves at the beginning of each episode and then right. get into it or just just yeah. i feel that does, there's got to be does some, the, yeah some yeah for the audience to who we yeah, are yeah exactly you know joe rogan doesn't have to say hi i'm joe rogan every episode because it's right yeah. in the yep you're right about that so but but you know i'm you're gonna find i'm very flexible very easygoing yeah. um i mean i'll tell you if i disagree with something but yeah but Which it I, would only, I would expect you to. Yeah. But so far, I've, I've seen nothing to disagree about. So anyway, cool. jumping right. back into where we were, we were talking yes. about the machining. Yes. So, uh, I mean, there was very obvious evidence of power saws, yeah. the way in which the, the cuts were, the polishing that was applied. Yes, the polishing, um, especially on the, God, what was it, the Seraphium? Yes. Um, yeah, the, the big old boxes down there right. where they have, like, mirror-like finishes on some of them. And so you, you have to imagine that lots of other things also uh, had that kind of finish, uh, especially, like, some of the big statues that seem to be made out of more or less the same material. Um, and the the finish on the Seraphium, that, that just survived because it was underground and not exposed to the to desert. Weather. Yeah, yeah and it's, you can't just say too weathering, you know, because it's it's the desert. There's all this wind. There's all this sun. There's all this sand. Like, sort of being in like, you know, the ocean. You couldn't ask for any worse weathering. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then again, they also were using very weather resistant material. That's why they made a lot of crap out of granite. So. Exactly. They, they stepped up to the challenge of uh, the environment, whoever right. they are. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess the other thing that we should have mentioned in the, the overview was mm-hmm. the fact that most of these objects are found objects for the current branch of civilization. Yes. So the pyramids, Inheritance. the Sphinx, Inheritance and, is the big word for there, yeah. Yeah, we're already sitting there, and as our civilization rebuilt after the flood, and of course there's flood myths in every yes. current living um, country and religion. And yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole Younger Dryas, Younger, younger Dryas, right? Yes. Am I saying that right? Yep. That is, again, that's like completely accepted as far as mineral science goes. We know that that happened. Not not just the common impact, but all the flooding, all the evidence for it is there. We just, and by we I mean like the establishment, the man, has been really dragging the feet on applying that to what it means to human history. Um. So uh, yeah, when you when you talk about these flood myths and stuff that happened, and that I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that later. Oh, absolutely, that's a whole discussion yeah. in of itself. Yes, so, the, the whole idea of myths are not myths, you know that uh, that's that's something I'm gonna I'm bang in on here. Right. So so anyway, these people came. They took things over that were already sitting there, and they built yes. upon them using copper and brass tools yes. and chisels and pounding rocks, which obviously did not create Correct. some of these items. Yeah, and, and the people have tried to replicate it using these tools, 
And they've said, oh, look, we can cut granite by putting, like, some sand and rubbing the sand back and forth with a saw. Like, that can technically slowly cut granite. And they just, like, close the conversation there. But, you know, when, when you come back and look at it, yeah, we're seeing some of this shit. There's zero way that it was done with the tools reported to have. Right. It does not leave the same markings. Correct. That the actual artifacts have. The so, signatures. Signatures was the word right. that I used. Yeah, yeah. So all that you've done is you've proven that you have a really horrible way that you can kind <laughs> of do it. Exactly. But, exactly. but you're not doing it the way that it yes. was done. Yes. And, and, and we can prove that this was not the yeah. way that it was done. Yeah. And the way in which you're doing it would take a gigantic army of people most of their yes. lives to accomplish it. Yeah, to but, accomplish even part of it. In the case of the pyramids, I mean, that that's something else that they're going to talk about uh, in the third part yeah. was just uh, the, the you could you could have armies of slaves even as they were reported to and it still wouldn't be accomplishable in any reasonable time frame right and and the concept that the pyramids were built as the tomb of a particular pharaoh is, yeah is some pretty forward thinking uh when, yes exactly when because that that tomb <laughs> yeah. is not going to be ready for a very long exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So anybody who has you know a lick of common sense can realize. Yeah, they don't start making the mausoleum before the guy is even fucking born, and they don't continue making the mausoleum after you know a hundred years after the guy died. And no one's whoever the that. grand fucking architect was probably would you know have some issues of. Man, we're not building you a fucking mile long <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> Look, buddy, yeah. you're cool and all, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah, a pretty so, tall order. So there's obviously another story there with the pyramids. <laughs> yes. Um, also, there, there's something about, you know, they never, there were not any mummies in the pyramid. There were mummies all over the other places, um, but not within the pyramid. Or no. I think not not within the Great Pyramid. I think not within the Giza Pyramid. Maybe there, there's a very um, plausible explanation for that. Um, yeah, the, the the pyramids were broken into by thieves yes. all the time. Uh, yeah. a thousand years ago. And, all the time, and, thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that could be taken was taken. Yes. Yeah, but so so I'll I'll, I'll grant you that that anything that could have been put there could have also been taken out but i will also point out um what was not uh put there were hieroglyphs there's no hieroglyphics um which you find in all other kinds of places that you know describe what the hell this place is who it's for who it's by what's you know all all up on with that uh and i mean again at least the giza pyramid because that's the one that we also watched that one like hour-long presentation that wasn't super hot um but yeah there were no hieroglyphics within at least the the great pyramid right um, but the interesting thing about that is you'll notice that a lot of those walls are not to the same level of construction as other stuff that we've seen from this yes. ancient civilization and the theory is that those walls were in fact covered with something and the thief yes. chiseled it off. That's why the yeah. walls look like crap now. Yeah, and the, the other thing you can postulate is that the exterior of the pyramid, like, 
the pyramid of the yeah. pyramid was made by mysterious great whoever and then the egyptians came along later and started you know carving into it um because oh. yeah you know, like 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 you said that the interior does not seem to be up to scale of of or up to the quality of some of the other interiors we've seen what the exterior of the pyramid looks like is not what it looked like in its heyday because yeah, they have stripped it of the casing that was yeah. on it it looked apparently absolutely amazing with this yeah and you, i mean you can still pyramid. you can still see yeah. some of it like yeah. like when you look at it you can see like there's some of these parts on it that get all smooth and yeah i mean they, they used to be that but all over it and yeah. there was a uh, copper supposedly capstone or gold yes. or whatever at the very top yeah and yeah, that was a long triangle at the top gone yeah. so yeah, and they made that out of a precious metal. That was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That, but you made the, the whole rest of it out of just stone. That was a good that was a good move. Yes. So anyway, getting back to the machining, so there's yes. signs of power saws, there's the um the polishing, and yep. then there were some other interesting um machine signatures. Sorry. Yeah. So that that was the first episode. Um, yeah. The second episode was all about precision. And yes. that's where it got that really one was interesting. pretty yeah, that was pretty crazy for me. I mean, the one that I that always sticks with me is when he started showing all these diagrams of uh statues, how like it it, yeah. it, it, it was so so stupidly symmetrical and so like made basically out of a hundred circles and and all of this the geometry of it was just so incredible um but what really 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 stuck with me was he then compared it to david like the big um my god was it michelangelo i'm so not like classically trained in any of this Right. He compared it to one like other really really good famous structure uh sculpture stone statue um but and then and then said you know even that one looks nothing like this you know that one is crazy asymmetrical it's fucking awesome you know it, it's not that it's worse for being asymmetrical but you can just tell this is different you know even the best that contemporary man has ever achieved with stone statues it doesn't line up like this right that to me really really got me you can't compare these super symmetrical statues though with anything uh from our classic sculptures because they were going for natural and natural yes. is not symmetry these yeah. particular statues are unnaturally symmetrical yes. and the proof of that is if you take a photograph of it and then you take a duplicate of the photograph reverse yeah, it, the mirroring and thing. put it yeah. on top it yes. all lines up perfectly and yes. no sculptors can do that and as you were yeah. saying it's made up of circles and I, I, what, what that is is that is how we generate things in computers by yes, using exactly. circles and curves circles and, or triangles or yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know what have you right but a sculptor doing it by eye is impossible not, not going to do that yeah, and that's, then, that's just not how that's done. That's how, right. like, computers and stuff do it. Right, so those two things alone were mind-blowing. 
Yes. But, but then the thing that just knocked it out of the park was when they then said, see this other statue over here? Mm -hmm. They are identical. Yes, exactly. No, no. So you, you, have, you have not, not one impossibly symmetrical statue, but two of them. And, uh, and the match. odds, yes. And the, the odds of that being done by human hands is just astronomical. It's more, it's liter literally, statistically speaking, it is probably more likely that aliens exist. Like, statistically right. speaking, it's probably more yeah. likely that aliens exist than human hands came and fucking copper chiseled out these granite statues into complete, beautiful, unnatural, computer-like symmetry twice. Twice. Right. So, at, at this point, you and I are pretty much on, on the same path. You know, people are going, well, this guy doesn't sound like a skeptic, and we haven't yeah. heard anything about the UFOs. All that we're doing is just reporting. Yeah, right now we're just recapping what, what was on What the was in yeah. the videos. And I have to say it was pretty compelling. If yes. the statues really are like that, then they're like that. You can't, yeah. can't argue with it. Yeah. So, and so I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that part has been analyzed and is... I mean, more or less fact. It's it's as fact as you know the fact that they had granite and, and copper tool or uh, like the the copper and the the hammering blocks. They had those. You know, we're not saying that those didn't exist. So we we know that that was there. We've we've found them and observed them and analyzed them and said yes, this was a ch copper chisel a bajillion years ago. So by all the metrics, this is my point: is by all the metrics that we consider their tools to be copper by all those same metrics we consider these statues to be amazing right. so those were the first two videos and they were amazing and i highly recommend yes. that anyone that's interested in this subject watch those videos yes then there's the third video and he's, it starts off with a rant Oh yeah, yeah. He goes into like this ten minutes tirade as to like people arguing on the internet. Just they just do all the fallacies, and there's so many fallacies, and they do. Yeah, he, I mean, my God, if you took a shot every time he said fallacies, you'd fucking probably be able to. <laughs> you'd probably be able to enjoy the rest of the video better. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, how would you describe the rest of the video once his rant was over? Um, I mean, it's uh, there were good nuggets of it. My my particular favorite um, was, and you know, they talked about the pregnant lady stone, which is it's just this just absolutely unreasonably massive granite stone. Um, and so the, the the topic of the video was like, hey. Here's all this stuff that, like, like you can argue that some of, like, the 100-ton stones, like, you could argue that they use, like, tripods and cranes and levers and stuff. They, they could have done that. That is a possibility. Um, but some of these that get up into the quadruple-digit tons, zero chance. Zero chance that anybody was doing any of this with wood. Right, um, and, and that and, that was the topic of the video. Yeah, and and for me as a skeptic, um, what was most interesting was 
in the video, he then shows actual attempts by our civilization using yes. modern equipment, relatively yes. modern equipment, to move um, large stones or statues that aren't yes. even as big as these. And, and how the, astronomical of a challenge it was, yeah. Oh, all the problems they ran into, how difficult it was, how long it took them to move them over the distances. Yes. Right, and he talked about he talked about Thunder Rock. Right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Yeah, but then but then he points out they never lifted that. All they did was like you know, basically roll that along some tracks, uh, you know, from point A to point B. And, you know, obviously there were inclines and declines in that, so it kind of depends on your, your notion of lifting. But, yeah, they, they never uh, tried to lift it vertically up. Um, and that, you know, shows that some of these challenges that we see having been completed in ancient Egypt, um, like, I forget the name, but they're like the three stones that were in the base of one of the... Uh, one of the platforms upon which a Roman temple was built, um, which all three of them weighed like upwards of thousands of tons and had to have been not only transported from a quarry that was pretty far away, but then lifted because they aren't on the ground level of the platform. They're like above, up above other stones Meaning that they, they, they had to have been lifted. There's no way you can do that with wood. Right. And the other thing to remember is what we call the ancient Egyptians did not yeah. even have the wheel. Yes, exactly. They, they, that, that's that's yeah. the craziest part about this. It's the craziest part about believing that they did like any of this on any reasonable time frame, especially the megalithic stuff. Is they, Yeah, they had chisels and stuff, but moving super heavy materials without wheels man well know. and and actually the modern attempt to to move thunder rock yes didn't that was use done with the them. wheel they either. were ball bearings no yes. but they used ball bearings which is a way more advanced application than right that, that's what my point is they were using something way more advanced than the wheel something yes. that that was high load bearing, low friction. Yes, which exactly is is a variation of railroad tracks. So they they had like yeah. a railroad track that was yeah they, they yeah so they basically the had railroad tracks that could go in it, and then they had another one on top, and so then you had the Thunder Rock on top of that. Yes, and you could push it along with very little friction, very little yeah. uh, anything to impede it, and they yeah. still had to use huge winch capstans yeah. to be able to pull this thing along yes. that track. So how on earth would Egyptian, ancient Egyptian... Yeah, move heavier stones directly upwards? They just don't. They did nothing. They, and you know, so that, that, and that, that's really the point, is to move it horizontally is a matter of, like, reducing friction which yeah. you can do with stuff like ball bearings and wheels and so on. But to lift it is just sheer... Yeah, that's not friction. You know, that, That's sheer weight. Uh, I, I don't know what the, the word for it is, but you know what I'm talking about. That's just sheer strength. Yeah, you're, you're talking about mass and inertia. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I mean, there's, the other problem, there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts to overcoming gravity directly vertical. Right, unless you have some technology that that we don't have. Right. Yeah. And and I'll let you surmise about that at a later point. Yes. Because that fits in with your stuff. Correct. Um, Can't wait. Yeah. So the other thing was these great big monoliths that were let's say 200 tons some of them were probably more than that mm -hmm. and they were also like uh, 100 feet long if you yes. don't lift that up properly it will crack and break yes exactly so yeah e even even if you somehow managed the the sheer newtons to lift it there's all this engineering that needs to go into how you lift it yeah. Right. And and when you look at some of the columns that were erected, oh, and, and not to talk about not just lift it, but somehow right. Yes. Yeah. With some of the obelisks. Yeah. They have to like yeah. put it upright. Yeah. That and, in itself is crazy. And there are existing monoliths built by whatever civilization did all this. Yeah. That I don't know that we could. Yeah. At we, all we literally do it. Yeah. With our even with modern technology, hydraulic equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's that's really gonna gonna get into my bit. But uh, have we finished summarizing? Um, yeah. So that the third episode was how did they lift it? We don't know. And uh, they just talk about you know like you see shit on the History Channel where it's you know oh they have an army of slaves with ropes tied around it. Please, that's not. You wouldn't even get even close. You know, let alone, you know, and then the idea that slaves built all this, there's so many problems with the logistics of how you would feed all these people. And I know that, you know, in its height, ancient Egypt had a lot of, you know, food from downriver, had a lot of, oh, there you go. Well, yeah, that nice. was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I understand that they were a prosperous dynasty at some point. Uh, but a lot of this stuff was made, you know, even if you believe the contemporary dates, a lot of this crap was made long before they were, you know, uh, flourishing like that. The pyramids were built long before they were flourishing like that. So, you know, even even the, the purported methods that were used have all these issues with them. Yeah. You okay there? You having some? Uh, yeah. One of my friends was trying to invite me to something, and I was getting uh, rid of it. And in the process, yeah, of I accidentally hit some buttons. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that didn't, didn't work out. So that's. So oh, look, you're good now, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I just need to ignore things like that in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't try and flip all these switches mid. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and so in case this doesn't um, come packaged with video, we're uh, recording this in VR chat. So there is uh, something in the manner of a video happening right now, but possibly you can't see that. If not, get wrecked. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah. So that was basically what the third episode was about. Of just right, which which no led us into. Another very interesting video. Yes, that's when we started looking at the stone softening stuff, and that really blew my mind. I was going to say the Coral Castle. 
Oh yeah, yeah, we did have that diversion. Right, Mr. because Mr. The, William the Shatner. stone softening is another whole subject. But yes. but the Coral Castle Chris, fits in yes. directly with these three. Yes, it videos. does. Yes, it does. So I'll let you start off on that one because I've talked. Yeah, so the, the the Coral Castle thing, um, we watched uh, Season 1, Episode 3 of The Unexplained, I believe. Maybe Season 1, Episode 2, um, Unexplained Structures. And they talked a lot about, you know, just crazy things people have made. Um, the pyramids were in there. Um, the Winchester Mystery House was in there. There was a couple of interesting things in there. But the one that was relevant to uh, why we went and watched it was the Coral Castle stuff. Um, which was some guy in Florida, uh, I believe it was in like the 20s or the 30s, somewhere around there, like post-World War One, pre-World War II, um, ended up making, you know, essentially all these megalithic structures just by himself. Um, I mean, go, go and Google some images of it. It's, or, you know, maybe I'll throw some in and post or, or whatever. Um, it's just, it's, it's huge walls and tables and doors and obelisks and carvings and stuff made out of this you know admittedly it's not granite um but it's bedrock and it's this super heavy stuff and he did it all he did it all by himself coral bedrock yes yeah coral bedrock did it all by himself supposedly did it all by himself with some like wooden tripods and a, a winch and some stuff some some modern-ish, uh, especially for his time, you know, they, they had metal. They had, you know, steel chains and stuff to lift stuff up. Um, but he was doing it all by himself. Um, and, I mean, that, that in of itself is insane. You know, there was never any reports of, any, uh, of anyone seeing anyone else help him with it. Um, and there, there's, you know, anecdotal stories of people have peered over and seen that only he was working on it. Um, but then the real interesting bit is we don't know how he did it. He fucking died. He, yeah, not not related to the, the megaliths he was making, but he didn't write down, you know, here's how the Jugabata Wadaba. Um, and and, and the, the stuff he was using, you know, the, the tripod and the winch, they don't add up like the they would not have been able to move the stones that he was moving uh they just weren't rated for that weight and right. people right. have tried to recreate it using what was supposedly his method uh and they haven't been able to so clearly he knew something um i mean it's, it's the fucking ancient egypt problem all over again how did this guy do all of this with the technology that he was reported to have done it with and especially of of the technology of the time um and you know, they they didn't say this in the unexplained but uh as as some of the other research that i've done on it this eventually ended up drawing the interest of some real important people uh, fucking florida's government at some point was involved with like we, we, what is this? Some citizens just came in here and told me that there's fucking stone megaliths near Miami. What's going on here? How did this happen? What the fuck? Uh, and it was just this huge ordeal because, especially of the time and of the technology he would have had access to, seemingly impossible. 
Um, but then the the crazy thing is, uh, especially as, as the unexplained paints it, uh, he was known to frequent the local library, and he was known to read and and get a lot of information about ancient Egypt. And at some point, basically says, you know, ah, I figured it out. It all makes sense now. And uh, it's it's just absurd. It, it, it's it's laughable and maddening that we don't understand how they moved these stones, but some random fucker in Florida from the nineteen goddamn twenties figured it out and 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 proved it and proved it by by building this giant garden of stone, and then told no one and died. <laughs> right, which is why it's laughable. Any, any videos on the Coral Castle is such a good add-on yes. to watching yes. videos about how could they have uh, moved those giant stones in ancient Egypt. They're yeah, because we don't know like how this dude did it in the 20s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And neighbors who were uh, interviewed that lived around this guy said that no large equipment was ever brought yes. in. Yes. Yeah, and like I said, you know, they, they they didn't like forensically prove that he only had a tripod and a winch and stuff, but there all the all the stories and all that was found and you know, all the evidence we can get our hands on says, yeah, he just had a fucking winch and a, a, a tripod and supposedly some kind of mysterious black box at the top of the tripod and that's that's where it really you know gets trippy um mm-hmm. but the dude was was also supposedly an inventor um he invented uh he was very interested in magnetism um which was which was kind of hot stuff uh back when he was was around that was you know very much um but yeah, and and so everyone is, and so a lot of his his other patents, the other uh, inventions of his that survived, have to do with magnetism and and you know giving things magnetic charges and stuff. Um, so there's this big question mark: was magnetism involved here somehow? Uh, what was the black box? Was there a black box? Was this guy just a wizard? What the fuck? Um, and yeah, and so it, it's a great addition to thinking about any of the, the ancient Egypt stuff because it's like, okay, here, it just happened again. It happened again. Some, this entire mystery just replays itself in Florida in right. the early 20th century. And the other thing to know about it is he didn't just make a whole bunch of big blocks and move them around. He yeah. built stone rocking chairs that are perfectly yes. balanced and rock nicely the door to it yeah is this giant slab that is just perfectly massive balanced and on a pivot such that and and we saw it in the video yeah child, they have they have footage a child a child is like <laughs> basically like crawling his way through this giant stone door and that's how perfectly balanced it is which is yeah, just you can easy with your finger move yeah this enormous stone block to rotate yeah to give you access and then you can easily rotate it back again yeah so that that's amazing yeah and i mean it's when i said garden of stone i mean that that's really a a good way to put it because it's just like it's a little park basically 
Um, and there's, you know, all the walls are made out of this giant stuff, but then also, you know, there's basically what amount to little exhibits. There's a little rocking chair, a little table carved into a heart, you know, there's all sorts of just, just cute little stuff around it, except it's made out of fucking bedrock, uh, and from the 20s. You know, I, I may be, I may be wrong on that. I don't really remember. I just know it was early, uh, 20th century, um... Yeah, I sort of got the feeling it was more in the 40s than the 20s. Really? But, but I, it was just a feeling. I, I didn't see the date. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to think. Did they ever date it in the thing? Or I'm, am I getting I'm, that date from research I did later? Or I don't know. But either way, it was pretty early. And again, even if at that time we'd had the technology, like, you know, in heavy industry... He didn't have access to any of that, at least supposedly. Supposedly, he had access to that good shit that the ancient Egyptians had, mm -hmm. which yeah. is crazy. Just Possibly in passing, the same episode also talked about the Winchester house. Yeah, and I love that place. All I want to say about that was that wasn't so amazing. That was, in in my opinion, someone with with mental illness brought on oh for sure by by the very unpleasant things in in her life oh yes who, who yeah, had a sure. ton of money huge grief and had some huge wallet some fortune teller tell her to keep building her house <laughs> yes. to protect her from the evil spirits and so she did yes and i mean and that that was the way of things back then spiritualism yeah. spiritualism was really big back then yeah yeah um, so yeah. so, end so of if, story. if you weren't asking if you weren't asking a pastor then you were asking a, a medium you know right right so i don't really consider that to be anything weird yeah whatsoever i mean well strange. yeah it's it's yeah, so I, I don't believe in any of the Da Vincian, you know, coding type stuff or that there's nah, gold yeah, hidden in the house yeah, or any of that. Yeah. But it's certainly weird in a way that I still very much appreciate. I mean, to, to me, what I just can't get over is the stuff like a door just opens to a 12-foot drop or opens into the kitchen of another room or, yeah. you know, there's a window in the basement and just stuff like that it to to me what i love about it is it screams like baby's first procedurally generated level right like it, it it's it it feels like a glitch you know it, it feels like somebody made this in unity and teleported it back to the late 1800s i love it it's just so surreal but it's real. You can go to it. You can be in here and you can throw yourself out of a fucking door that opens up to the third story of the mansion. It's just, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing that to, to me, it, it feels like somebody's artistic VR chat project. You know, it feels like somebody's right. mapping project, but it's in real life. It's real. You can really go to it. It really exists. Yeah, it's, it, it's cool in that weirdness. And yes, and I do appreciate that. I mean, it would be cool to go there and actually see something that strange and, well, honestly, fucked up in yeah. real life. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so I get what you're saying is it's not unexplained quote-unquote because there's nothing to explain to it yeah, it's yeah, just exactly. a yeah 
it's just a, a deep grief, deep pockets type deal, um, which I mean, admittedly is is responsible for some of humanity's coolest shit. Um, but yeah, it's even if it's there's there's nothing to explain about it, but it's still pretty cool. Right. Also, in in the same episode, they they talked about the uh, those churches, the eleven churches. Yeah. That were carved out of the stone. Uh, Lalibella. Yes. Lalibella. I love Lalibella. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of building churches on the ground, stone by stone going up, they carved the churches from the top down. Yes. Which is a really unique way to do it. And very difficult. Unique is certainly one word for it. Right. But this came from our civilization. Yeah. This was what, 14th century? Yes. Yeah. At least, you know, supposed by the unexplained. Right. And so then the only weird thing in all of it was they were trying to jam right. the Templar yeah. in into this. And all yeah, that, so that, all that was the that know. was the unexplained part of it. Right. Uh, was what, what is the mystery here is I mean so that that's the thing is so the unexplained is it's really a lot more like a road show you know of just cool shit um i i really i really highly recommend it to anybody who's into even surface level like weirdness um it's a very good production value kind of it's history channel so you know it's so it's so exactly what we're talking about like it since it's the history channel they'll talk about something really cool and then they'll be like and it was the knights templars and they built it for the ark of the covenant and oh, right the, yeah yeah the ark of the covenant has to get involved and then oak island has to get involved and then you know ancient aliens has to get it yeah so you know it's the history channel so there's some certain things to expect uh there with it especially, you know, Knights Templar type stuff or Nazi gold, Nazi. Oh, you know, another paradise. favorite. Yeah. Yes. You see that everywhere in the history channel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the yeah, only, do, do recommend it overall. Yeah. The only reason yeah. I'm even mentioning those two things, the Winchester house and the, uh, the 11 churches mm-hmm. is because we're, we're reviewing videos those were in the videos, but yes. personally, I don't think either of those two... Yeah, those other... two didn't have anything to do with the ancient mystery stuff, no. Right, so I'm just mentioning them to be thorough, but yeah. we're, we're going to just pass over them because they don't really relate to the main topic that we care right. about. Yeah, which is the, the ancient mystery stuff is ancient building, ancient architecture. Right. So, do we want to talk about uh, malleable stone technology this time, yeah. or save it for the next time? No, I want to. I want to do that this time because next week we're gonna do um, missing four hundred one four one one. Oh, okay. Four hundred one. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that'll, that'll be the topic for next week. So yeah, we'll 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 bust into the the stonework here um i mean are you you wanting to wrap up or because i i can keep going um we'll we'll go a little bit uh longer my my problem is mm-hmm. uh because we're doing this in vr chat vr yeah. uh has the unfortunate effect of exciting my brain so that mm-hmm. i can't go to sleep 
and it's a work right. for yeah. me. Yeah. So I can't go too much later. Is, okay. Um, but it's it's funny we uh, you know what I, I mentioned earlier that we may just want to like uh, record this uh, on tandem. Uh, I do actually know that you can record audio and then feed it back through a virtual uh, virtual audio cable, and your character will speak the audio. I've actually done that for certain uh, recording techniques. So technically, we don't have to record this uh, in VR in future episodes. But that's that's discussion for technique for... Yeah, that's, right. that's, meta, that's meta stuff we'll discuss some other time. Um, yeah, so the stone softening. So as... Oh, and then we gotta, we gotta talk about the caves, the, the underground caves and stuff, where we just went... Yeah, we, we don't really have to talk about that. That was sort of an afterthought of that night. Yeah, we just kind of um, jammed that in. That was off topic. <laughs> yeah. It's just, we, we saw Excuse that me. video and we went, oh, yeah, sure, that, that sounds cool. <laughs> And and oh. I do think that excuse me that we need to see a little bit more about that before it's worth discussing. Oh yeah, because sure. honestly, we've got like at tops yeah. five minutes of something to say about it. Yeah, tops maybe yeah. two minutes. Um, yeah, you know, and and actually, as far as the stone softening goes, I mean, like we've watched a lot of videos on on the whole. Uh, ancient machining, civilization yeah. stuff and the the she, uh, machining and so forth we've only just yeah, we scratched watched... the surface yes. of the stones. <laughs> yeah we we didn't we didn't watch all too much of it um but at the same time i'm not sure that there is quite as much all too much to watch because with the ancient egyptians there really it really was a multifaceted problem um with the you know uh fuck incan Incan and pre-Incan um, stonework, they they you don't see the same like impossibly sized stones. You don't see the same, you know. It really, the the mystery comes down to there's all this form-fitting nonsense that there's no way it was done by hand. It's just too precise. It's too pretty. It's too perfect, and you can fucking see where pieces of it have broken off and the later civilizations came in and did their crappy stonework to fill it in. So, right. you know. Well, um, what, what's truly amazing about these stones is they're not bricks. They're not perfectly yeah. even. They are multifaceted uh, polygons. Yeah, po polygonal is a really good, really good way to put it because they're not cubes, they're not bricks, they're weird. They're like they literally look like if somebody made like a fort out of like marshmallows, right? You know? And they all fit together, even the weirdest of the polygonal ones. Yes, they all fit together perfectly to the point where you you can't even insert a piece of paper between yeah. them, and there is no mortar. And these things have stood there. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the earthquake. craziest thing. There's no mortar. There's no, you know, joint. It's just, it, it literally is as if they put them all there when they were soft, and then they expanded. 
uh, that that's like the the what you think you would get if you use that technique is exactly what you see there. Right, where um, where, where two of them press against each other, it is yeah. a very flat, even surface, as you would expect with two forces coming together. But yeah. when you look at the face of it, it comes out slightly, just like a marshmallow exactly. would. And there are even weird little pieces of yeah, little of bumps. Yeah, those bumps that come those out fucking usually near the bottom. Yes. And if this had been done by hand, they would have had to have carved these bumps in, which yeah. would look like something accidental, like not, yes. not something you would do on purpose. Yeah, Why? there's no there's no pattern to the bumps. They just sort of show up in random spots. And yeah, for this to have been done by hand, they would have had to have like carved away, you know, the inches worth of stone just to make some weird random little bump. It's not, you know, I don't care what kind of, paleontology you've done nobody does stuff like that you know ancient civilizations do some real fucking cool stuff they don't do that they nobody, don't nobody would do that bumps. on purpose yeah yeah i mean exactly you know nobody would would intentionally come in and carve random sporadic patternless bumps onto their rocks now this wasn't mentioned in the video that we watched I've mm -hmm. seen it in a different video, and I'd have to look at the walls a little bit more to see if I truly believe this. But they were pointing out that if you look at the patterns of the polygonal um, stones that mm -hmm. are in these walls, you actually see animals from their mythology, snakes and really? so forth. Hmm. And if that's true then the level of design and the precision of figuring out the weird polygonal shapes to put yeah. together for this and then still maintain that absolute Yeah, the integrity. Precision, that, that, yeah. That, that just takes it to another whole level. Yeah. It, it takes it to an entirely new dimension of now you're, you're playing all these games where we still don't even understand how you did it like the we don't even understand the basis of this, let alone you were so good at it that you started to fuck around and get artsy right. with it. Yes, exactly. I mean, that, that, that's because that's, that's what you really that's genuinely what you're talking about is you're talking about a level of mastery where they're so confident that they just start getting artsy with it. Oh, like it, that's it, that's what we do. You know, these are yeah. these are still humans, presumably still humans doing this. You can still ascribe that kind of psychology to it. To where, you know, we, we got so good at making marble columns and stuff that we started making marble statues. And, you know, obviously that's not a complete, you know, it's not a perfect analog, but the point is, is they made so many of these presumably in such a short amount of time that it was still the same craftsman that became so confident in their ability and so confident in the technique and in the practice that they were one-upping themselves. Right, and then some other interesting things was it wasn't polishing. What was the word that they, they used? It was on Vitrification. The, yeah, vitrification. Which, to make glass-like. Yes, a glass-like surface on these rocks that were much more reflective of light. And um, they've taken samples and analyzed it, and and they do know what it 
what the the composition is. Yes. But, but they have no idea how this was applied. Yeah, how how did it get there? Yeah. And this and this this isn't what this this doesn't naturally happen. Like these no. rocks, when you sunbake them, this isn't what turns onto the rocks. This isn't the natural process that comes from weathering. They they treated these things. It's that's it, what it is, and it's it's evident of treatment, a chemical treatment of some kind of these rocks. They were also talking about how some of these rocks seem melted, and of course their yes. ex explanation is heat must have been involved. Mm -hmm. But, but no, to melt these rocks, either. you need well over a thousand degrees. Yeah, you. They, there's no way to sun bake rocks, you know. And and they, they didn't just, have. That's not how it works. Yeah, they didn't have oxygen-fed heating devices to yeah. to get or or acetylene or or yeah, any even, of our Yeah, but e even yeah. even modern furnaces, uh, that's not. You don't cook stone. No. It just it just takes retarded levels of heat. And then you just don't cook stone. You don't melt stone. So there's some kind. It has to be some kind of you know chemical treatment uh, that softens them. Oh, one thing. One thing we glossed over um, was there were were certain. Um, oh my God! They were they were like sifting uh, mechanism basically, but they're like these long, winding. Uh, troughs basically but you can see that they were not carved you can see the scoop marks right where these these things yeah. literally have uh, they look like play-doh they look like somebody came in here and scooped it out as if it was clay and we're talking but about it's not clay solid rock. It's, yeah. yeah it's solid rock yeah, uh, and and you they they've gone in and shown you know here's like the little bits and edges that show this was scooped. Like if you do the same thing with clay, it looks pretty much the same, except this is solid stone, and there's no way this was like done with chisels. Oh, the signatures aren't the same. Yeah, I love the quarry because when you look at the walls of the quarry, you can see yeah, where yes. it looks like brush strokes. Yes. In the stone. Where somebody, Rush strokes. Yeah. Like, uh, you, you know those trawls that bricklayers yeah. use? It looks yeah, like someone exactly. was just scooping stone off of the, exactly. the bedrock there with some tool. Like the, the rock was soft. And in yeah. fact, what my absolute favorite thing is there's a boulder there. And somebody took the time and trouble to carve this amazing little disc thing with various angles on it like they were just practicing or they were bored yeah because it was yeah. easy and they had time during their lunch break to do it yeah kind of thing that yeah. was amazing to me yeah i agree and the, the the scoop marks and the brush marks that kind of thing is what really strikes me because that you especially the the troughs of what i was talking about that they there's no way it was done with chisels. It just right. it doesn't. It wasn't. So we know what chiseling leaves behind, and this isn't it. So again, so what the fuck was it? Yeah, they had to have been scooping it. How the hell are they scooping solid stone? We still don't even know how to do that, and that's why that that's part of really why I love the the Peru and then the the pre Inca stuff is because you know with the ancient egypt stuff we can still like 
sort of fathom out the processes behind this of how at least we would do it but not with the the wetting softening liquefying of stone that's crazy right so again at this point people are going to say and what's the difference between you two which is the skeptic and which one yeah it's that, that, and... that's what i was i was about to to tell you earlier you know do we still haven't even gotten to the the main event we right, were just right. recapping, so you yeah, better yeah, be yeah. ready to, to stay yeah. up a little so, longer. So I'll, I'll give you a hint. On the stone softening, the difference is I think it's a chemical process yeah. because I'm skeptical. That skeptical? Yes, I am skeptical. Yes. I'm yes. skeptical. Now I can't talk. I. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Yes. So... The the difference is, is again, I think man did this using processes that we could understand if we saw them. Yeah. And then we would go, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay, yeah, just, that makes yeah. sense. Our chemistry and physics didn't go down that path, but yeah. we, we but just now, yeah, now that we know, we, we could. Just but, haven't fucked around with random tinctures of bullshit long enough to find one that's off in stone. Right. So that's the skeptical side of me. And yes, yeah. I just said the word. Um, there you go. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. And, now, and so we, now, now you explain how you're different than me on, on this. Yes. One. So we, we, I think we're, we're pretty aligned on the, the scooping stuff, especially. Um, where we really differ, I mean, we, we both agree that something is up with yes. some of this stonework. And for me, having done more research, I am super blown away by how a lot of these sites are on grids around the earth. Especially the pyramid is in like the exact fucking center uh, horizontally. Um, and they just the though the grid thing is so accurate that they have gone and found other sites using the grid by saying, okay, we know that these align this way. Let's just go to where that one ought to be. And oh shit, here's some fucking stone ziggurats. Oh goddamn. The oh sorry, somebody activated a bathtub and made a noise. You know how pipes work. Um, where when we look at this, when we just look at like scoops in stone, yeah, okay, it's just some chemical process that they lucked into and abused the shit out of. I would do it too if I was, you know, ancient civilization. Um, and then the ancient Egyptians, you know, we we talk more about. They probably just found it and and. Uh, incorporated it and i mean yeah again if i was an ancient civilization and i came upon the pyramids uh yeah i would probably fucking pick here to <laughs> set some shit up you know clearly something important's going on here you know it's it's like finding a a, a rock venue completely abandoned you know like like going to a rock concert or woodstock completely abandoned just being like what this is all here. Why? Uh, I don't really need a good why. I'm just going to chill out here for the next several centuries. 
Um, and so again, when, when you take them, or, or, and this isn't even getting into the mythology stuff, just the actual, you know, factual stonework. When you take those two, sure, but there's so many other sites all around the world, and not all of them have this impossible uh, techniques. Some of them feasibly done by the people that uh, they're attributed to, like Stonehenge. Some of them not done feasibly by the people they're attributed to, like Easter Island. There's just too many. There's just too much accuracy to where they're placed all throughout the grid. It, it is evidential of either an empire that was so unreasonably coordinated that there's no way we wouldn't... We're talking an empire coordinated enough to build these amazing megalithic sites all across the globe. Or at least to, to plant the seeds to get other later civilizations to do it. Or we're talking about somebody who can fly. Okay, that, so that I, those... I just want to quibble with you on mm. your use of the word grid. Because what, yes. what I think you're actually implying is lines of power or ley lines. No, it's not ley lines. Oh, okay. There's, well, I, there's... I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, so I, I wish I could pull up the Google image for you. I mean, I, in editing, I can, I can go and do that. But basically, there's patterns to the distances between some of these sites and when you extrapolate that into you know a pattern and lay it over the entire globe it forms a grid and they've i i don't mean like an electrical grid i mean like a literal square grid not ley lines not anything like that oh okay um right. like literally just drawing lines on a map grid Nothing right. nothing magical, nothing fantastic, just lines on a map. They there's patterns to that and they've gone and found other sites through use of those patterns. Um I, I wish that I could regurgitate what those sites were, but at the moment I cannot. So so you're but, you're, you're talking about number play to find these things. And what I mean by number play and I see this all the time where people are trying to... No, 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 no. And, and I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, but it's literally as simple as if you draw if you draw Machu Picchu, if you put a fucking circle where Machu Picchu is, if you put right. a fucking circle where the pyramids are, if you put a circle where Stonehenge is, if you put a circle, you know, where a bunch of these different, you know, sites are, a bunch of these ancient megalithic sites are, you can just draw lines between them, and it starts to make a grid. I, I'm, it's dead simple. Um, again, I, I wish I could could illustrate this for you, or, or oh, going okay. and grab an image that illustrates it. You, um, you will but, show this to me, and we'll talk about it next time because sure. with, without seeing it, I can't. Yeah. Well, so the 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 concept, is even even uh, totally ignoring the grid. Let's totally ignore the grid. Let's okay. just talk about how. This megalithic shit is all over the earth. It is everywhere. It is in every continent. It is in so many different ancient civilizations. And yeah, some of them are spread throughout reasonably long distances of time. I mean, the ancient Egypt stuff is really, really old. 
probably older than you know a lot it's definitely older than machu picchu you know it's older i actually i don't know i think it's around the same age as stonehenge and gobekli tempe is presu is is as we understand it gobekli tempe is is older than all of it so there is very much weirdness with the timeline where obviously it wasn't just somebody flying around just you know 3d printing it but the other assumption is that this technology to make these megalithic structures survived long enough to make all the megaliths all around the world, but did not survive long enough for us to have any written record of it. That just doesn't make any sense. Well, I... And the, the, the stuff with, with, with the, the, the um, statues, the literal computers... They would have had to have computers. I just cannot fathom that any civilization could make it to computers and not be able to leave some kind of traceable evidence. Right. Well, those sarcophagi, they, they measured the inside dimensions of them, and they were to less than, I think they said, point to of a degree and yeah. even with modern machining equipment we yeah. would be hard pressed to do that yeah i mean and that, that's what i'm saying is is how could any kind of civilization have gotten that far and not have written language you know where are the stone tablets from Atlantis that were deposited somewhere? Do we and, and so let me let me give you an analog to this. We have stone tablets from Rome that we found in England. Mm-hmm. So these civilizations that go boat faring, cocking around, they leave evidence of their presence. And, you know, yeah, you're tempted to say, you know, oh well only the the giant stone megaliths have survived. Okay, but we have the same stone tablets from Babylon. We have the same stone tablets from the Phoenicians. We have the same stone tablets from fucking Hierog- ancient Egypt. All that is still there. So it, you, you have a contradiction here of, of how are they so spread out that these megalithic sites are all over the world yet so and so technologically advanced as to be able to create them to the the point of having computer work on them but not there's so much missing in between there's so much intermediate evidence that we should be able to see that we do see with so many other civilizations and and i will agree with you on that i'll also float a theory that i have about that and i haven't fully worked this through yet but it's almost as if these uh tablets and other evidences of writing and possibly art that were small enough to be carried away from the site it's almost (laughs) like wait let, let, let me finish that they were seen as um something that worked against the religion that was popular Mm. at the time 
and either secreted away somewhere or just destroyed because they contradicted the existing order that was coming in and seeing them. Then, if from whence cometh our evidence of Babylon and the Phoenicians and ancient Egypt and so on and so forth, we don't only have the pyramids, you know. We have all these kinds of writings and clay tablets and so on and so forth, and they're all over the damn world. I mean, the, we, we have evidence of Rome all over the freaking place, and we have evidence of the Vikings, you know, in, in, well, to be fair, the Vikings are nowhere near as far back as ancient Egypt, but... No. Point point being is 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 those the Viking carvings, especially the ones in stones, would last long enough. They'd last to an equivalent timeline. So the the point is is even if most of it, even if the homeland of this supposed ancient civilization is underwater now, how it, it just doesn't make any sense that they would be able to make megalithic sites around the world without leaving evidence of writing, without leaving evidence of metal, without leaving evidence of anything. And I, I get it. Some of the stuff, like the stone softening, you don't necessarily even need metal for that. But there's just no way that you build the pyramids and Stonehenge and Easter Island and Machu Picchu and Cusco and this and that and that and this without leaving something okay here's my rebuttal to that you're assuming that they were still carving stone tablets do we carve stone tablets today no, no but but lot wait, but wait, papers paper? paper still survives especially when preserved we have oh, stuff today's like... paper does not survive that's a serious okay, problem. but factories that were used to make commercial paper, it, you, you just, the idea that none of the evidence would have survived is ridiculous. I mean, well, then I, why I do we have it for all these other, why do we have it for all these other civilizations? In one of the documentaries, they said that if our civilization perished, the only things that would be findable 12,000 years from now would be things like the Hoover Dam and the... I, I just... I don't agree with that, though. Bricks, man. We would find bricks all over the place. And you know what? We would I, find I debris. On, on that. We would find cars. We would find... Yeah, well, the only no, thing that would be in... Would rust away. They, they would be gone. Sure, but... And again, it also can kind of kind of depend on the timeline. I mean, we're talking thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years. We're, you we're know, talking who knows. about from the younger drivers to today. Right. No, 12,000 years. So you're going to tell me that an underground parking lot is not so, – so you're going to tell me that the – oh, my God, I, I've forgotten. The, the big – granite ones underground in Egypt. You're going to tell me that is a good enough preservatory, a hole in the ground, but our modern holes in the ground aren't good enough. Under Seriously, underground parking garages is the exact equivalent to the that, that kind of change. Seraphium, that's, that's what I was looking for. Right, okay. That, that, nuclear, nuclear bunkers. And, and so that's what I'm saying is the people that talk about you know what would still be here they're talking like big architectural projects 
And yeah, probably a lot of our big architectural projects will go away. But our civilization as a whole, uh, I mean, God damn it, we, we, we still have stone. We, we still have stone ruins of all these civilizations. And that building, the building technologies of those, you know, we still, we still have random ass houses, you know, we, we do still have that, not from ancient Egyptian times, but from a good couple of thousands of years ago. There's no reason to think that concrete underground fucking fallout shelters and shit, nothing's going to happen to that. Especially just stuff like fallout shelters that are built to last. So then, you think uh, you think fucking Cheyenne Mountain isn't going to be here? You know? That's still going to be there. It's a fucking bunker built into a mountain. It doesn't get it doesn't it was specifically point. engineered. They're valid. But we, yeah, we're we're getting and, off topic. And and, and what what they argue me angry about that is that maybe there never was an ancient civilization which is sort of contrary to our originally original premise that we're mm-hmm. we're talking about. And maybe these were, in fact, built by a primitive civilization. But again, where are, as, as you said, where are the tablets? Yeah. From How those? do you do all of this? How do you do all of this around the world consistently without being able to write? How do you have an empire this large, this capable of coordination over such vast distances without leaving behind some fucking stone tablets. The main answer to that, to me, is it, it all leaves. And so that that's, I, I've said it multiple times with you, but I'll, I'll say it here. The evidence that we have is that this technology came out of nowhere and left to nowhere. And that, to me, says that it was never our technology to begin with. Right, that that's that's an opinion and a feel though, because there's no evidence. Sadly, I have no evidence. Well, the either. the lack the lack of evidence is evidence. We can convict people on logic like that. You you got to look at this as a series of of check marks. You've got to look at the fact that none of this is still around. That in in itself is evidence of something. It's evidence that it's not here anymore. So where did it go? Well, we can stipulate, we can see that if it was just left lying on the ground, at least some of it would still be here, especially if it was an empire with the capability of even greater than Rome and of ancient Egypt. It would still be somewhere. But we've had 12,000 years of scavengers as well. Mm, But it just... If the scavenging did not remove all traces of Rome, there's no way scavenging removed all traces of so so-called Egypt. Even if the main homeland is underwater, there's no way. We have fucking Roman artifacts being dug up in England in the 2000s. And that was Rome. I mean, I mean, Rome is a big deal. Don't don't let me well, I, I, don't let I me do undersell that. Rome is a big deal, but uh, having talked to you about this before, I, I know what you're leading up to. 
Yeah. And and just before you you nail that part home, mm -hmm. I I have another thought for you, and that is, okay. we do have the stone tablets. We do have all evidence, because just exactly the way that the coral castle was made is the same way that the Egyptians did everything. Didn't hmm. need to be aliens and it didn't need to be a previous. Yeah, and so that, that I mean that's that's the real thing is the coral castle is as much as I want to brush that off, that is a really interesting, you know, mm -hmm. well, a, a, a very interesting replication. It really kind of screws with the timeline and the idea. Right. Um but and it, and it says coral that, but that but coral castle Coral Castle doesn't change anything about the scale. Coral Castle doesn't change any not not the scale of the megaliths themselves. It, it it doesn't change anything about why are they all over the earth? How did they get here? Well, what civilization was so prolific that they built these all over the earth with all of of this astronomical alignment not just within their own construction but all of this astronomical astronomical alignment with other sites oh you you say all over the earth but if it's only a hundred sites it's on every level, every continent true humans were also on every continent yeah but not humans that have megalith creation abilities but also the way in which these megaliths look and the technologies and tools that we can't find uh, used on them vary based on the continent as well. It was not, not one unified um, intelligence such as... No, yeah, yeah. And so I that that's the thing is I don't stipulate that one fucking UFO came and like put all these down. What I stipulate, and so that then here is where we get into the ancient myth. I stipulate that it was, I mean, exactly what the ancient aliens purports, that it wasn't an armada of aliens, and it wasn't one alien, it, and it wasn't all aliens. It was a group of them. It was, a, you know, a, a handful that, that came and some can say manipulated, guided, whatever, so on and so forth, chaperoned creation of this kind of stuff and so that's how you know we come into this myth of gods coming down from the sky to you know so on and so forth um i mean and the, the egyptians that's what everybody wants to talk about but when you look at mayan culture and you look at aztec culture they straight up fucking say their gods were white dudes with red hair that that throws me off um, and again, came from the sky. And you know, and, and that's not saying that they can't be humans, um, but it's just the fact, a matter of if you want to take the flood myth as as uh, fuck, not archaeological, paleontological. You know what I'm saying. If you want to take that as, as historical evidence, you have to take the other stuff with it. And the other stuff is gods came down from the sky to do crazy shit. You know? If you think that they weren't lying about the flood, you have to give at least some ground that they weren't lying about the dudes that came down from the sky. I mean, can, can, you, can you agree with me on that at least? I feel can... that... 
pulling aliens in as an explanation is on par with no, no, no. pulling magic just, in just as an explanation. For just this one question. Focus with me on just this okay. one question. Sure. If you want to say that the flood myth being so universal is is reasonable evidence for a flood then you have to grant at least some credibility to beings came down from the sky myth no those two are not not related this is a the, the oh, logic sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't go and mute that. Uh, Echo, stop. She doesn't listen. Yeah, may, maybe turn it off before our next. <laughs> yeah, that was my bad. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the thing about the flood myth is we have actual physical evidence mm -hmm. of that. And we have written and oral evidence from peoples on We on have that. plenty of written and oral evidence of, of beings coming down from the sky as well. Okay, where, where's your physical evidence? I mean, we so we have a lot of physical evidence for modern UFOs. We have lots of landing imprints, burned grass, people with radiation burns. We have lots of people like that in modern times. Um, Obviously, all of the people that would have had fucking radiation sickness in biblical times are not around to talk about it. But as far as written accounts go, there's just as much, if not more, written accounts of beings came down from the sky, especially even back in ancient times when there are flood myths. And yeah, I'll grant you a lot of it probably is bullshit, but fact of the matter is, is if you're going to take historical myth as historical maybe fact for the flood you can't do it for just the flood and so yeah so I, I agree with what you're saying that there's other evidence for the flood too but if you're going to take historical myth as maybe fact for the flood you do need to take historical myth as maybe fact for dudes that came down from the sky and did crazy shit most myths and religions do have people in the sky they're they're called gods and angels mm -hmm. and so forth and mm -hmm. that conveniently fits for ufologists to say oh they must be aliens or yeah, maybe but they're you, just you... gifts of gods in their chariots as an example flying around the sky being mean to humans on the ground Right, but so you're, you're being a little bit of a double standard here. I mean, again, with the flood, we do have lots of other evidence for it, just like we do have lots of other physical evidence. So we have physical evidence for the flood, and we have physical evidence for UFOs in modern times. But as far, I, I'm just trying to concede on this point of if you want to take historical myth of the flood as historical maybe fact, you can't do it just for the flood. If, me, if you want the, to take the... mythological accounts as, as as credit towards an idea, you can't just do it for the floods. No, no, no. You you have me backwards on that. The the myths of the flood, the stories of the flood, just lend support. No, I know to, to the physical evidence that we have. Yeah, but that's all I'm. That's all I'm saying for the no, aliens no, no. too. With, with the aliens, your evidence 
is the myth. That's the difference. No, my evidence, I mean, again, I concede that we don't really have good physical evidence for ancient UFOs. We have tons of physical evidence for modern UFOs, and you can lend that back to the same. But again, my my point was just trying to get you to concede that either historical myth doesn't mean anything or it means something. And aliens are a part of historical myth, just like floods are. But anyways, to to move on past that, I just don't believe that the, the technology, what uh, currently what fits more boxes, what fits the evidence or therefore lack of evidence better is that this technology came from somewhere else and returned there. That this technology was used by humans and, you know, was was gifted to one or more human civilizations, but they weren't allowed to keep it. And whether that was through their own failure to write it down or whether that was through, I mean, especially in, in ancient Egypt, it was already gone by the time they got there. I mean, that, that's really what it, what it is with ancient Egypt is, like we said, so much of it was inherited. There's no evidence that the tools and means to make those things were still around by the time the ancestors of the ancient Egyptians got there. It so. is indeed a puzzle as to why we cannot find the tools like the giant circular saws and any evidence you know, major evidence of a previous civilization. So, yeah. I mean, I like the theory of a previous civilization because that makes sense to me. Yeah. But I'm willing to concede that I have no evidence to support that other than the fact that there was a big flood that has drowned some of that. But there's no other evidence. There's no leftover mines or stuff yeah. like that from a previous civilization. So I'm willing to concede, well, maybe then there wasn't a previous civilization. Because without evidence, how can we just say that? Eh, it sounds right. But the thing is, is we can draw a pretty sound logical conclusion based on the evidence we have or therefore lack of evidence that we have, the evidence that we don't have that we should have. That, I mean, that that's forensics. That's criminology. We put people in jail based off of that. We, we put people in jail based off of evidence that we don't have, but we should have. You know, oh, well, well that, you know, that, here's... No, no, but, but it, in... in flaw in the system. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying as a flaw in the system. I'm saying as, like, evidence we don't have, as in, like, there's no fingerprints on this, so the person must have had a glove on. And, you know, this, the gardener had, or, would have had they, a gloves on they never if they it. were doing... Right, yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is it's it's just it's just logic, you know. We're we're using logic to say this should be here and it isn't, and that means something. And right, I mean, let, let let's stop skirting around it. You're basically saying that aliens came to Earth and either built these things or gave man the ability yeah. to build them or assisted in building them. Or whatever, yeah. then picked up all their tools and toys and stuff, and then 
flew away. Again. Yeah, and I'm quite, I mean, that's because that's really what the evidence supports right now. Right now, the evidence supports no, that the technology the just lack left. Of evidence. Yes. Could be explained. The lack of it, the lack of evidence, the glove that was on, the lack of fingerprints, the no, lack no. of stone tablets. Uh, the glove no, I, I, seen is what you're really saying. But what what I'm saying is that lack of evidence can be evidence. Uh, and therefore, and unicorns exist. No, motherfucker. I'll come fight you. <laughs> I'll come fight you. Don't think I won't. My they point is... because we have no proof that they don't exist. No, that's not what I'm saying, man. You, you get what I'm saying. When there's, I'm, when there's, I'm pushing your when there's fingerprints... Yes. When there's fingerprints on all these things and there's not fingerprints on that thing, that means somebody got rid of the fingerprints or somebody was preventing fingerprints in the first place. That's I, I lack of evidence. I will you one thing with the alien thing. Mm -hmm. From a logical point of view, it can explain the lack of evidence. That yeah, I mean, that's, mean, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't mean, though, that that is the explanation. Right. No, and... and we, but it's if all the evidence points to say we, we can use that to convict that is that is my point of view at least yes uh, we obviously could never 100% prove it without being there and without super duper hard evidence but we can get to a, a reasonable level of confidence just based on logic we can get to a reasonable level of, of confidence in a sequence of events and a, a reasonable level of confidence in a reality that we weren't there to experience just based on logic. Uh, that's just law. That's what we do in criminology. You know, we can never 100% prove that it was the butler with the candlestick, you know, in the room. Like, we, we can't prove 100%. But here's all this logic and evidence that we can use to determine this is very, very likely. And we will put the guy in jail based on that. You're making a lot of leaps of logic. Let, let it's me not ask leaps. It's not leaps. I, I, I'm not explaining this well enough, then. Oh, My okay. point is, is that just because we were not there does not mean that we can't, just because that we can't, 100% solid prove this doesn't mean that we can't be confident that this is what happened. Then let me ask you this. Was the Coral Castle built by aliens? No. Because okay. we have we have a lot of evidence that says that it wasn't. But we weren't there. Where, where are the tools that he used to cut? The we have most stone? of them. We have most of them. Other than I mean, yeah, and so I, I get I get where you're coming from. Tools that enabled him to not just lift up these blocks, but move them sideways. There is absolutely no explanation for how yeah. he did that, and yet he did without modern equipment and without aliens. Yeah. So if that's possible, why is it not possible for the ancient Egyptians to have also done it without aliens and without tools lying everywhere i mean it's you're talking the the tools thing is a matter of scale the tools thing is more talking about the size of empire and the the scratches on the 
what we would have found of that empire. I mean, the dude in Florida was not an empire. But the the point is, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. That, yeah, because these mysteries align, we can sort of attribute the same non, you know, to, to attribute the same lack of confidence in the answer. But what I'm saying is just based, I mean, can you not agree with me that that's what courts are? That's what the legal defense system is. That, that's what prosecution is, is coming to a reasonable level of confidence as to uh, uh, events that happened that we weren't there for. That's the whole premise, it's the whole basis of prosecution, to yeah, use logic yeah. and what evidence is available to come to a confident conclusion as to what happened somewhere. So just 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 take that question in isolation. The the problem is you're you're dragging in a form of politics and moral code. No, 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 no. It's it's not about discussion because legal systems are highly flawed. They're based it's not a, it, but it's not a, it's not about the flaws. It's not it, about the practical execution of the system. And finding a no, 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 no. for Otter. Otter. I'm not talking about the actual physical execution of these systems. I'm just talking about the principles of them. I'm talking about the principle of being able to be confident in a conclusion just based off of, you know, not completely physical solid evidence. Okay, so there's the difference between a legal system and a scientific system. A scientific system, which I believe in, works purely on evidence and not the lack of evidence. A legal system I, I has, could has find a something goal. to challenge that a if legal I had time. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you in a moment. A legal system has a goal in mind and tries to obtain or attain that goal through whatever means is within the scope of acceptability to it, which goes outside of appropriate scientific principles, hence why it's a flawed system. So I take um, umbrage to you dragging in a flawed legal system instead of a pure scientific system i mean it's it's less about the legal system and more just about logic it's more just about the principle of coming to conclusions based off of evidence that and i mean yeah i get what you're saying is that especially to the current standard of of science more evidence is is necessary and especially real science is based on replication and that I mean, that's the difference between science and coming to a reasonable conclusion based off logic since you don't want me to call it the legal system is replication is not necessarily needed for that you know we don't for to convict someone or to to become reasonably convinced as to the sequence of events you don't need to replicate them but i i mean yeah i agree there's I, I, there's no yeah. we we don't have scientific evidence one way or the other so since that's completely unhelpful, since we currently have no way and likely never will have any way 
to have scientific levels of like for sure replicated results we will we'll never be able to become a hundred percent certain about stuff that far in the past all we can do is make postulations based on evidence i mean that's e e even your own argument that it was human civilizations completely unaided that's a postulation based on evidence Oh, absolutely. And in listening to some of your points, I reversed my opinion on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not I'm not but like I'm not throwing this at you like, you know, you need to agree with me. But I'm just saying the it's all it's all postulating and it's all right. postulating based on loose evidence we have. And when yeah. you take the loose evidence in with more than just more than just saw marks. When you take the loose evidence in with how this was happening all over the globe, when you take the loose evidence in with where are the tools, why is there a, a distinct lack of fingerprints, and the I postulation just, becomes different. Didn't like you justifying UFOs based upon yeah the, on the, the legal system. Yeah, I understand where, what you, yeah. where you know it's good enough to convict them. Yeah. Well, here, here's the difference in science like dark matter as an example we have a theory about dark matter but it's not proven and yeah. therefore it is not accepted it's well, just, i mean it's technically, a possibility technically gravity it, is a theory you know we, we, right, we want to yeah. want to boil down like what is and isn't like theoretical science and stuff that's a whole messy rabbit hole all right, of itself so, so in a legal system if you have a good enough theory, it is enough to convict someone and send, in so many cases, innocent people to jail. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely, uh, yeah, and I, I get that, you know, that's the goblin with bringing up the legal system is, yeah, it's traditionally not a fantastic execution of it. But, right. and yeah, oh. I, I was just, just really just bringing it up, like, as an analogy more than anything um and i, I was right. not articulating that it was an analogy and that is my bet on that but right. yeah it's 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 just about we're postulating and we can with with what we have we can get to a pretty confident at least to to my satisfaction pretty confident view of of what checks all these boxes right and not to my satisfaction because you have a dark matter theory which you're willing to accept and i'm not there i'm i, I'm just, I... need the more definitive proof to say dark matter exists or that aliens came and for some unknown reason decided to build a bunch of pyramids for us but yeah and so that i i don't see it as so far gone as dark matter though because especially because i already believe that ufos and aliens exist and there's there's tons of evidence for that in modern and that that's something that i think we did a good job of of showing you and that's how these nights all got started yeah so you know it's it's not as far fetched if you already accept you know alien civilizations in the first place and that they visited humans in modern times which we have just crap tons of evidence for if you already accept that then it's really not a it's not a large leap to think that they also visited us in the past and if you 
except that you know and again yet these these are these are leaps but they're not leaps so far as you know black holes and and dark matter and and so on and so forth they're not that big of a leap of faith i just realized something that we did very wrong hmm we should start our series discussing ufos because (laughs) for sure you are going to be bringing that into it time and all the time all the time we need to have discussed them first so that we can reference that yeah if you'd like to i mean i i am approaching this from the notion that anybody that ends up finding this already you know nobody's first experience with a podcast is the first episode right like nobody watches the first episodes of joe rogan as their first episode so my the way that i'm looking at this is anybody who's crawled back to the very first you know recording or proto recordings or has the the fucking dvd special features they already know you know and, and anybody even interested in the genre of this podcast likely already knows a fair bit about aliens so I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Is we haven't covered any of that here on the podcast yet, but as with with the nature of making something like this, we don't necessarily need to to do it in chronological order. It's it's not a it's not a TED talk, you know. Um. So, are we at a point where we want to wrap it up tonight? Um. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. All right. My 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 favorite part of this um is when we do have have some non-imaginary audience is getting to keep score of who who thinks who won these (laughs) yes yeah yeah i can't wait for that i mean that's again you know that's that's what they do on joe rogan with some of the uh when they have like guests go up against each other but that'll just be this whole podcast right on Mm -hmm. yeah so Closing, closing, wrapping up statements. Um, like I said, uh, as far as I see the evidence, it fits more that the technology just left than that the technology was underground or underwater, rather. I have to agree with you on the point that we can't find it. So where did it go? Yeah. I'm not willing to accept that aliens took it away. Just just to jump straight to that, like, there's other possibilities. Well, I mean... (laughs) What what they are, I can't tell you. So I'm going to concede that, logically, you do have an explanation that is fairly tight. I will concede that. All right. I'm just not going to concede that we need to go straight to aliens for it. I think the other explanation is we do have everything. It's in our museums because our ancient civilizations were able to develop a technology that we lost, that we don't currently understand. That prior to the Younger Dryas explosion was still ancient man. Yeah. But they had developed chemical or physical processes that we never developed after. You know, when, when we rebuilt our civilization, we went down a different 
uh, scientific path. Yeah. And so that was lost technology that enabled us to do some pretty amazing things. So that's my explanation for yeah. for what happened. Well, no, no, and, and I mean, it's it just we're we're in agreement on the fact that yeah, technology was here. It's just you tend to think it's possible that we just we that we grinded it out that that this was our achievement, but I'm saying if it was our achievement we would have evidence for it like we have evidence for all of our other achievements and we just don't and that means i, that it I started off with the thought that that maybe before um the younger dryas explosion that we did have shining cities equivalent to what we have now but mm -hmm. um after our discussion i've come more to the theory that we were still ancient man before that we just had some really cool yeah, we had, we had some ideas. tricks. Yeah. There were some um, tricks going around. Yeah, yeah, that we've lost. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll definitely concede that with the, the stone softening thing. That is something that reasonably uh, some ancient civilization could just get lucky with. That, yeah. that genuinely is just reasonably something that somebody just fucked around with tinctures and got lucky. Well, but gee, stuff, yeah. stuff like saws... And but stuff like the the computer level precision of ancient Egypt that we there it is there's no way we can get there's no way we grind out that level of technology without leaving traces of that especially with I mean if if there if it was just in Egypt that would be one thing. But well, I, and, and, I, and maybe and maybe it is, you know, maybe maybe it is yeah, just in I, Egypt I, that I we find think, the, the computer precision. Yeah, but. I don't think we found that anywhere else. But regardless, the fact that it exists in even one place, I yeah. cannot explain that with any of my theories. And yeah. that is where you can grind me down to a point where I got nothing. Yeah. I mean to to me, the crux of this is there's no way that we grinded out to that level of technology without leaving a trace. Because when we did it again, we left a whole fucking lot of traces. We left enough trace that we were able to look back and see. So how, how do we do this? The, how do we grind it out the first time without leaving a trace and then leave all this trace the second time? It just doesn't make sense. Even if a lot of that trace is at the bottom of the ocean... There's still so much other trace of megaliths, so why why isn't there other trace all around the world? And that I mean that's that's the crux of this is right. the lack of evidence. Why why do we only find that level of precision on those two statues? That is what absolutely baffles me. Yeah, and there there, I mean there are other examples of high precision, but not not to that. Not that I can regurgitate, at least. I mean, when I think of, like, Stonehenge, you know, that's not precision. That's no. just heavy. No. But right. when, I think of, when I think of Easter Island, that is, again, you know, it's not quite computing levels of precision, but it's, it's something, you know. There's so many of them in there. They're so similar. I, I think but. there are two levels of megaliths. There's these really weird ones that seem to be from before the Younger Dryas. 
And mm -hmm. then when we rebuilt after the flood, yes. we tried to build some more, and those ones are crap. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, and I, I definitely grant you that there's a lot of, of megalithic stuff that t does seem to happen after the Young Adrias, but it just... Where where is even the evidence for that technology? Where is even the evidence for Gobekli Tempe? Mm -hmm. You know. So now, if aliens did that, why were they only willing? And to not, and and that's that's what I'm saying. No, 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 it's no, no, not no. not every megalith is aliens. No, no, it's no, no, just no, no. the technology but, itself was granted. It, even if it was one, why were the aliens willing to help us before the younger Dryas and? have not helped us at all after the younger dryas that that seems kind of weird to me well and so that that plays into the note are you sure you want to get in on this topic i mean we, no we, no we, we, wait, we, wait. we, we just hit two hours yeah right, well yeah. i'll give you a very very brief answer to that okay. because they left and they only recently come back okay i mean that that really is is the the nutshell is they stuck around for a hot minute um in ancient history, and then they left, and then they recently came back. At least, in any kind of force, you know, in any kind of uh, interceptory capacity. There's well, that... maybe maybe some spying that went on between right. there, but okay. any any kind of of uh, intervention was only in ancient and then modern. That's well, what we have the evidence for. That's definitely a worthy subject for. Yeah. For next time um or or whatever we want to talk about next yeah time. yeah uh, whenever it, next next time of aliens i mean I, yes. next week is going to be the missing i always forget if it's 401 or 411 um yeah I but that'll be really fun right yes and we're, so now we're going to come saying, back to sorry go ahead you're saying that, that we're coming up on two hours here yeah yeah we just we just passed it but yeah. that's also you know including like 20 minutes of fucking around right so i have to wonder what what should we shoot for in the future i like what, two what hours is personally i like two hours i think this this was a perfect i mean obviously like you having to go to work you know that, that's something we'll need to worry about but as far as like covering a topic i like this length because we got to go nice and in-depth on our recap and to short to shorten down um you know to an hour and a half an hour we would have to go way faster with the recap because we we were like almost already at an hour by the time we were done with the recap yeah i just wonder how much time people are willing to invest in oh, dude these dude, podcasts are kind of supposed to be long you do the fucking joe rogan podcast some of them go on for five hours man Oh, I know. I, I watch them. But that that's Joe Rogan. Like, there aren't yeah. a lot of podcasts that I will give the time to that I will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe I Rogan. get you on that. Obviously, that, we're not as popular. Yeah, obviously, we're not right. as popular and, and high, you know, production value as Joe Rogan. But I, I like two hours as far as uh, enough okay, time well. to cover this, to cover the topics that we, you know, want to cover in the detail we want to cover them. I think this was good. Okay, well, here, here's my thought on it. However long it takes to cover what we want to talk about, but let's cap it at two hours. Yeah, I can agree to that. Okay. And I mean, we, we cool. can start earlier, you know. There's no reason oh, that we need to... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, we just didn't get coordinated in time. Yeah, we never even we never even said. Yeah. You, I, I mean, we both yeah. had things to deal with. Yeah. And then there was all the technical stuff that we had yeah. to deal with. So, um, I'm fine with sticking with this avatar until such a time yeah. as we decide to replace it. Yeah. We definitely need a better set than this one. Yeah. And there's, there's other, um, worlds and stuff that were already made for this such occasion. Um, I did a lot of looking into that like back in 2018 early 2019 i could probably fish some of those worlds up again yeah yeah just pull out that stuff and then let's let's see what we can find that's going to be better so that you know i don't keep hopping out onto the table <laughs> yeah i don't keep getting your bonk in your head on the ceiling yeah i yeah. agree i mean part of that's my problem because i was you know responding yeah, Do pressing stuff. all these and those buttons. No, yeah, but that's that's fine. Yeah. All right. We got our little laundry list to do before the next one. But I would say this one was pretty successful. I yeah. liked this. Is this there cool. a, a link that you can send me that I can see what this looked like? Uh, I can go throw this on my, like, unlisted secondary YouTube channel. Um, but... As far as like, I mean, I can just hand you a fucking half gigabyte big, you know, video uh, file. Or, yeah. or alternatively, you can stream it to me just like we do our videos. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe you could just show me like five minutes. I, I just, before I go to bed tonight, I'm really curious to see. What sure. We, yeah. Yeah. What I'll, I'll, I'll cut a little chunk out of this um, and zap it to you. Yeah. Or just stream it to me. I, I just want to see what it okay. looked like and what we sounded like. That, all right. that That's all. All right. Um, well, I'll go ahead and stop the recording. It's going to need um, a minute to, like, encode.